I just recently finished reading Miracle at St. Anna, one of James McBride's earlier novels. You may, you may know his name because currently Heaven and Earth Grocery Store is, is a really popular book. Book of the Year for Barnes & Noble, at least one of two books of the year. So you may know the name, but you may not know uh, this earlier book. And in the, the St. Anna book, one of his characters is called Bishop. It's a nickname he got, this character got, since he was a, uh, like a pastor before being drafted into the military for World War II in service in Italy. Bishop, Bishop is an exaggerated, in-your-face kind of character who played pastor when it suited his purposes and self-interest. He wasn't a clergy who would make others of his ilk feel particularly proud. Now, the character reminded me of, of those of those television evangelists and religious personalities, and, and you, you know many of them. You can, you can think of many of them in your heads, the kind who, who vo voiced full-throated faith, right, and had quite a, a dedicated following, yet these characters were revealed to be exploiters, uh, manipulators, uh, thoroughly dishonest. The gall of folks to pretend to be something good and godly, we would mutter to one another reading the newspaper or hearing the news broadcast. How dare they deceive people this way and take advantage of them? Shame on them. Shame. Remember when shame was a punishment? Shame on you! Oh, boy. Those seem to be days that are gone. People can and do deceive other people. It seems like that is something we humans uh, too often do. I'm surprised at how often it happens that people deceive other people. Leadership qualities, asserting that something is right, that's not, knowing something that they don't, Selling a product as the good, the be-all, the end-all to all of our problems, that is not. Caring or being a friend, yet really not. People cause a lot of pain and can cause a lot of problems through their deception. And yet, the, the harm we so often focus on is, is their deception of others, of us perhaps, because we're taking it personally, their, their deception of others 
And you know, indeed, that is grievous and can, can so hurt. Though perhaps the greater and the more long-lasting harm might indeed be their deception of themselves. And we're going to look at that idea this morning as we talk about Jesus' teachings about self-deception. What we heard today from from Matthew as part of the Sermon on the Mount, and the topic is false prophets. They may sound and do things that seem faithful, Jesus says, yet they are pretending to be faithful and they are deceiving others. This is the the other side of what he said when he said, if you are not against me, you're for me. Remember how he made that statement, and now he's saying, well, you know what? Sometimes you might sound a whole lot like you're for me, but you're really not with me. These people are presenting themselves as faithful to Jesus. They are they're doing good things, apparently, Scripture is telling us. And people, well, they're impressed by what these folk are doing. Yet when the final accounting comes to bear, they're revealed as not actually having been faithful people. Jesus says, I don't know you. Who are you guys? And you know he knows his sheep, right? We've been through that. As they deceive others, they also deceive themselves. They're pretending or acting like faithful people actually didn't make them faithful. Looking back at this text, commentator, uh, Professor Eugene Boring writes, neither, neither correct Christian confession, Jesus, 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 or the ability to perform spectacular miracles count in the final judgment but whether one has done the will of God. The issue at stake, the issue at stake is the rejection or the, or the perversion of Jesus' way of life of loving neighbor and loving God. That which is expressed in the law and in Jesus' teaching, summed up in the love commandment, giving lip service to it or hand service to it or foot service to it, but not soul service to it. Professor Boring's insight about the scripture is that false prophets, deceivers, thought, they thought they could could showboat religious pronouncements and and practices and and reap the benefits. 
the, the folderall of all of that would carry the day, they thought. And then they could engage under the darkness of night or the hiddenness of closed doors in whatever kind of personal, private behaviors they desired. Outward persona, inward reality. No worries. No worries. This is not a mistaken thinking that remained in ancient times with Jesus. I would venture to say we see it daily. Pretense is not reality. Do not be fooled by other people's pretenses or by our own pretenses. The point is, faith is a way of living life, not spouting beliefs or engaging in grandstanding religious actions. Faith is to be an authentic manifestation of your internal spirit spiritual alignment in your everyday and in your ordinary life. Jesus stresses authenticity in life. Genuineness of the spirit. Jesus wasn't big for fakes. You who cast the first stone, go ahead, you sinless folk. Go and do it. The prayers of the Pharisees and the prayers of the publicans, remember that? In fact, he liked, it seems, honest, repentant sinners better than self-righteous folk. It strikes me that self-deception was a problem for Jesus. The truth sets us free. And remember, he said, that truth will always come to light. The curtain gets pulled back on the wizard, and it's agreed the emperor has no clothes. Truth will prevail. God will not be mocked. So let's think personally towards ourselves. Get rid of that accusing, judgmental kind of mindset that might might come about when we're talking about deception because we're usually thinking about who's deceiving us and we're maybe not so keen on how we might be participating in deceptions too. And this all is about getting ourselves straight with God, isn't it? 
So let's think a bit about our faithfulness. Are we being, are, are, are we being true to our faith? Are we living into the best us that we can? Would you say we're being authentic? Can you, can you kind of feel like you're congruent, that you're authentic, that you're genuine? Are, are these qualities you feel about yourself at 4 a.m. in the morning or when you're super tired on a Saturday afternoon? You're getting up on a Monday morning, get the back to work. Last week in our scripture, we were reminded how children can serve as an example of faithfulness in that they are trusting and caring before they get abused out of it, that they are dependent and grateful before they get talked out of it. And these are qualities that, that would serve us well as adults, we thought Jesus was saying to us, didn't we? If we could just inculcate them into ourselves, if we could just own them and make them be qualities of ours and how we go about our family life, our community life, or our professional life. Trusting and caring, dependent and grateful, unable to regulate somebody else's deception, but able to take responsibility for ourselves and how we come across and how congruent we are in our faith and in our living. This morning, our, our simple lesson that is so hard from Jesus is to be real about it all, to not be false. Because in doing so, we, we might think, or indeed we might be fooling others, at least for a while, but in truth, in truth, we're really not, and we're not fooling ourselves. We know that. And we're not fooling God. And we better know that. So if... if these words are at all needed for any of us who are hearing them this morning. Have your come to Jesus moment and face the truth of yourself as a child of God living in this world and shake off the make-believe and be the real, authentic child of God that God wants you to be. Become the fullness of that that God is hoping you will become. Imperfect as we are in the present moment of life, it is that trajectory towards improvement, that going on to perfection that we Methodists talk about, that is key. And we are on our way in the right way to the best way, Jesus' way.
Amen.